Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Week 11 of the NFL season is here. If you want to place a bet on any of the football action, betonline.ag is the place to do it. Oh, 365, 24-7, whatever sport you want to bet on, make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. So you can see that website on your screen right now. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers show on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, Pittsburgh Steelers scout, 12-year cornerback for the Steelers, and two-time Super Bowl champion, number 24, Ike Taylor. IT recording on a Friday. Right. Week 11 is here. How are you doing this morning, my man? I like that hat, by the way, too. Oh, yeah. You know, right now, it's, it's nippy outside. You know, it's in the 50s in Florida, and when the 50s in Florida, it feel like the 30s. In Pittsburgh, but anyway, Mark, I'm doing fine, bro. On a good Friday. How you doing? Fantastic. And I've got my swag and you shirt on. Ike, it's the holiday season. So if any of our listeners and viewers need to get this little something special for that someone, holiday season, we'll leave the uh, the link in our show notes, Ike. They can get hooked up with the swag and you t-shirts. Some vintage Steelers gear, Ike. Right, right, right. You know. Pittsburgh still the t-shirt I got going on and you got the swag and you t-shirt going on man we just having a good day so far week 11 is here Ike and the Steelers welcome the Bengals they host the Bengals at Akershore Stadium in Pittsburgh and this was two teams that went at it in week one Steelers won in overtime it was a wild wild game uh we've got a lot to talk about here on today's show but the Steelers coming off a win in week 10 against the Saints we'll see if Pittsburgh can keep it's winning ways going here in week 11 against an AFC North rival. Is that fair, Ike? Yeah, it is. Week 11 came so fast, man. I can't believe, you know, we we, we dang near two-thirds throughout the season. Only got, a, you what, eight more games left, if, depending on who you is. But, yeah, another divisional opponent, the Cincinnati Bengals, Mark. Uh, 
Cincinnati still got it on their mind when Pittsburgh did to in the first game. That was a good look by the defense. So I'm sure the Cincinnati defense want to play even better this game to prove like, okay, y'all smoked our uh, offense last time. We're going to smoke y'all offense this time. And I heard there was a little bit of trash talking from somebody coming from the Cincinnati Bengals. So we shall see when they go to Alcatraz Stadium. Ooh, Ike, there, that's nothing you're not used to, though, back from your playing days. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, every blue moon, um, I used to hit low, low, b- below the belt. I used to hit below the belt, but with the mouth, though, like my mouthpiece says something to you. You know, I got you all the way out of NFL football game. You was thinking about what the hell I just said. It probably was something it, I did. Ike, yeah. you're talking about the trash talk. You're talking the about trash the trash talk. talk. Yeah, my trash talking was so special, man. When I When I said something to you, you might as well go on and get out of the game because you ain't you ain't there. You there physically. <laughs> Not there. Ike, it looks like the Steelers are gonna get back Minka Fitzpatrick, just gonna miss one game with the appendicitis. So good to see him back on the practice field. And I was nervous, but it was like addition of subtraction. Yeah. TJ Watt coming back. You see how different this defense is. But yeah. Demonte Kazee filling in for Fitzpatrick. I think the Steelers have to figure out a way to get him on the field because he was a playmaker against the Saints too. But Steelers starting to get some more players back. And if the defense can hold the Bengals in check, it looks like Jamar Chase is going to continue to be out. But playing that complimentary football, what we saw from the Saints, Steelers played their most well-rounded game in Week 10. And we'll see if they can keep that going here on Sunday. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Demonte Casey. Um, I watched him coming out of college. Little, little guy, little stature, but... Big at heart. You know, DeMonte, I had an opportunity to watch him live live in person at training camp, Mark. And I was like, damn, he it bitty. But, man, when he uh came through for goal line and he hit Najee, I was like, oh, Lord, have mercy. This dude ain't playing no games. And he got up, he was like, God, dang, Najee's just a big human being. And in my head, I'm like, well, I don't see how you just ran up in there like that, like that but I like it though a lot. So DeMonte always been, like, outspoken. Him, Minka, and uh, Trey, they all get along in that secondary. So, like you just said, Martin, you got to find a way or find a reason to get him on the field because, obviously, when a, when he's on the field, he does bring that physicality, personality, and he make plays as well. So, it's going to be a good mix for the Pittsburgh still a secondary. The parallel I see there, Ike, and this is not to say that DeMonte KZ is Ike Taylor or that Najee Harris is Jerome Bettis, but I see the parallel there from your memories in training camp way back in the day when Uh an undersized DB going up against a thick built running back. I, that to me, it reminds me of that parallel. Yeah. You know, you, you know, Najee built like the, the, the four, three fifty trucks that's lifted, you know, busty Jerome Bettis hall of famer. He was built like the big dually trucks with the two wide tires in the back. So you can only imagine what the hell I had to hold on to. I had to hold on to something. I held on to help. He didn't get in the end zone because I held on to help and everybody came. But that was like, that was big props from Bussy, which is Jerome Bennett I'm talking about. That was props to the offense because I was a young Ike Taylor. I think that was my uh, third year and I was trying to work on starting. And my defense, they they loved it. Coach LeBeau, they loved it. So when they see the, the young lad coming up and making a hit on goal line, especially against a Hall of Fame like that, like even Bussy like that, me off and shook me off. He was like, that hurt, right? I was like, yeah, that hurt like hell. <laughs> Ike, you mentioned the trucks. It reminds me of when I came to visit you in Orlando and you're like, yeah, we'll take the truck to go to the cigar bar. And I'm just looking at this thing and you have the step that drops down. 
I, I was trying to figure out how the heck am I going to get up in this? Cause the, right, the step right, doesn't right. come down until the door opens. And I'm oh, like, yeah. am I going to have to leap in the air just to get into Ike's truck? And is he going to start laughing at me? But then as soon as I opened the door, the step came down and it was a uh, crisis averted. Yeah. 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 You know, I gotta make it, you know, mom, you know, mom's mom, of course she got to get in that truck. So if I ain't got, if I ain't had no step, you know, she would have told me bring that truck back and get something a little bit smaller. So you got what you got to do, Mark. Fitzpatrick, though, going to be back for the Steelers, a key player in week one because he won defensive player of the week in that wild overtime game. It was a 23 to 20 finish, Ike. And he had 14 tackles in that game. Right. An interception returned for a touchdown, two pass breakups. And he blocked the extra point, which sent the game into overtime towards right. the end of regulation. So maybe as a good of a game as Minka Fitzpatrick has yeah. played. And if he's back for the Steelers this week, if they even get like half that level of production like, that they got in week one, it's going to be a success for Minka on the back end. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's hard not having Jamar Chase. When you look at Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and seeing what they're doing in the NFL, it's like, that's, it, that's just one of those people you got to have on the field, Mark. So, I think you know you don't you don't need Minka right now throughout the whole game because Jamar Chase isn't playing. But if Jamar Chase was playing, then I think it'd be something different. But um, you know Joe Cool, you know Joe Burrow is probably one of my favorite, other than Kenny Pickett. But at the same time, man, it's just missing Jamar Chase. Uh, he puts a lot of strain, a lot of stress on your secondary and on your defense. So I think they got a clear shot, a real good shot, and just having the physicality back in Demonte case and he's healthy so that'll be perfect um, it's like perfect time for pretty much everything for the Pittsburgh Steelers you get TJ you get TJ back Demonte comes back even though Mink is hurt you don't need a full Minka right now because you got some guys who can step in and fill them roles yeah Ike we're gonna see how all of this shakes out color rush uniforms this weekend and I was mentioning the defensive player of the week's uh awards Alex Highsmith, this past week's winner, he had five tackles, two sacks, a tackle right. for a loss, and a forced fumble against the Saints. So if he can build on that, and he's really the beneficiary of having T.J. Watt back off the edge. And T.J. Watt, the attention he garners, Alex right. Highsmith, it's your time to eat when you got one-on-one -on -one matchups going up against opposing teams' left tackles. So I expect more of that with Watt over the team's right tackle. Alex Highsmith, if you've got one-on-ones, it's your time to shine. And if there is one silver lining for what has been a frustrating Steelers season. Alex Highsmith, in my opinion, like he's been playing yeah. at a Pro Bowl level yeah. this season. Yeah, Alex Highsmith, man, I just can't say enough about Alex Highsmith. Alex Highsmith, I met him in a training camp and I sat down and talked to him and his wife and his family. You no, know, just a good dude, Mark. Just a good dude, and he understood at the point of his time, his career, going on his uh, third or fourth year, where he was at and exactly what he needed to do. And he he had he had some goals written down. And he's reaching those goals as we speak, you know. So you're looking for an outside linebacker, there you have it. You have Alex Highsmith. Now, we talked about Highsmith last year, too, as well. I think he was hurt for a little bit, but we was giving a lot of a lot of props to Alex. But he just turned the corner, Mark. He turned the corner. He understand. He believed in his opportunity. And you see what he's doing. You know, damn near leading the league in sacks, um, QB pressures and everything. Now I get my dog back, which is Batman, which is T.J. Watt, you know, former league defensive uh MVP, you get him back. Now attention goes to him. Now I got now I really got action. So just a, a whole lot of props to Alex, man. He 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 not only plays the run well, but he's getting to the quarterback. And if you watch his arsenal 
uh, how he gets to the quarterback. He got some tools in that toolbox. You know, everybody can't just be a T.J. Watt and, and have the Superman instincts. I'm sorry, Spider-Man instincts and able to do what he does, catch picks at the line of scrimmage, uh, slither around the offensive guard to tackle. That's T.J. But you, somebody who has been working on their tools is Alex. And if you watch last year and this year, he's put a lot of tools in his toolbox. So, like you say, man, the man just been balling. If, any, if anybody right now, uh, needs to go to the Pro Bowl off the Pittsburgh Steelers. It should be Alex Highsmith. Ike, you mentioned silky smooth off the edge. To me, what I've noticed, and he only uses it a few times a game when it's really, really needed, that silky smooth spin move that <laughs> Highsmith has. Yeah, bro. He got that spin. It looked like, it looked like, how a, how a outside linebacker have a ballerina spin, man? That thing's so graceful, man. It, it like it's effortless, Mark. Man, that thing's so graceful. Usually when you spin, it got a lot of mean to it, like a lot of grunt, a lot of testosterone to it. He spin, he spin that thing with some kind of grace, Mark. Ain't that something? <laughs> <laughs> Najee Harris should be back. Akella Witherspoon still dealing with the hamstring. We'll see about Kevin Dotson. He's got a hip injury. Uh, Matthew Wright to remain the Steelers kicker for now. We're going to talk a little bit about that uh, during our viewer comment section, Ike. Right. Bengals opened as a five-point favorite, and that five-point spread was the biggest in Bengals history for a game in Pittsburgh. The previous highest was four and a half. That was in 1986. Steelers won that game 30 to nine. This line now has now moved back down to four points, though, and I think that's a reflection, Ike, of Jamar Chase not playing. So right. Bengals coming off of bye week. Right. The key to me is stopping Joe Mixon and making sure he doesn't get a, get going early. And right. I'm sorry I'm in your brain right now, Ike. I'm sorry about this, but yeah. scoring five touchdowns in his previous game, and I swear he was trying to win all of fantasy football in one half of football against the Panthers. And to me, that's where it all starts because if you stop Joe Mixon, don't get me wrong, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, very good receivers, but their job is made easier when Jamar Chase is out there. To me, line of scrimmage, you've got to stop Joe Mixon from getting going early. That's the key to me in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you, you took you took the words out of my mouth, Mark. That's exactly what I was gonna say. And I was talking to somebody about this uh, yesterday at, at our uh, cigar event. So make sure y'all go to howardgcigars.com. Anything you want to celebrate, or if you just, or if you like stogies, make sure you go to howardgcigars.com. Get you a one of a kind. Bam, there you go. But yeah, Mark, get back to what you just said. Joe Mixon is the key. You know, Joe Mixon had a I mean, you pretty much a lot of what what do people call a, a a stat for the year. He did that in one game. <laughs> That's what Joe Mixon did a couple of weeks ago. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, which has always been the question mark, stopping the run. That's exactly what they're gonna have to try to do against the Cincinnati Bengals to stop the run because you know you're not only missing you're not only missing uh, Jamar Chase, but you know you're taking a lot of pressure off of Joe Cool. Even though Joe Cool can handle it, you're taking a lot off of him by handing the ball off to 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 mixing and mixing a couple of weeks ago, man. Before they had this buy, he 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 was cutting up, as the old people would say in New Orleans, and cutting up in a good way. He was cutting up on the field, and when you have five touchdowns, and when you just a guy like Joe Mixon, and you understand every time he scores, he does dances. He was running out of dances. He was scoring so many touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> For the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, they they will have to find a way to stop Joe. Um, going off like like how he did a couple of weeks ago. 
Yeah, I, that's hilarious to where it's like you've run out of dances when you get into the right. end zone. You right. score so many times. That's amazing. That's amazing. Bengals, one game above 500, Ike. They need this game. Ravens are uh, The Ravens are still a heavy, heavy favorite to win the division, but coming right. off a of bye week, we'll see how they play. Uh, Mike Tomlin says earlier this week about Joe Mixon, quote, he finishes off runs. He plays with violence in the secondary, end quote. So I don't want him getting to the secondary. Let's get, let's keep him at the line of scrimmage, sure. get the front seven going. And I don't want you know him on the back end of going against corners and safeties. Let's bottle him up at the line of scrimmage, Ike. Yeah, Joe Low, bro. I, I don't think people understand. Joe like uh, 225, 230. So, and, and he tall with it, six feet. So <laughs> this this is not a a, a a small human being, and he's built compact. And I was watching Joe when he was at Oklahoma. So then, then I got an opportunity now to just watch him because he's in the division, and we got to play him twice. So Joe is a low, and he's very elusive. Like, he's not just a stiff runner. Joe can pretty much do it all. Got good feet, got power behind it. And usually when you see Joe run the ball, man, Joe is falling forward. So that's what you got to love about Joe. But on the other hand, man, I hope he don't have a game. I hope the Pittsburgh Steelers defense shut his butt down. How about a rinse and repeat of what the Steelers did to Alvin Kamara, Ike? That would be fantastic. Yeah, that that, that would be that would be awesome. Um, but I, I I keep telling you, I seen this before, man. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they they about to make this run, bro. Everything is falling. It's it's falling in line for them. Uh, you you talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers not having, you know, a, a, a rush over twenty something yards, and look what they gave you. Bam, <laughs> Najee come through and give you. And we talked about. You know, George Pickens getting involved early, and bam, look look what they do. We talked about uh, Fairmont getting involved more, which he always have been, and bam, look what he do. We talk about them stopping. Uh, our, that was our biggest, well, your biggest concern was Kamara and I agree. My other concern was Chris Olave. So they did everything. They checked every box. Everything we talked about in, in the boxes, they checked all the boxes off. And I'm telling you, just that's how, that, that's how it happens sometimes. And you want to be healthy going into the latter part of the year and you want to get rolling you want to get hot going into the latter part of the year and i think the pittsburgh Steelers, i think that went last week really gave them some confidence because don't forget coach t haven't beat the saints he haven't beat the saints so that was his first time so that's what gave him 31 teams so he beat every team in the nfl throughout the course of his coaching career so mark i'm telling you the pittsburgh Steelers, and they talked about Najee and Jalen and Jalen warren you know, splitting carries and Najee was all for. Like, I didn't watch this dude in training camp. When Najee was saying, he was like, man, I didn't watch this dude in training camp, man. Like, he gives me a break, and I know when he gets in there, he's going to do exactly what I'm trying to do, attitude, personality, and gain yards. So I'm telling you, man, this team, in my perspective, just watching it from afar and listening to these interviews by these players, they ready, bro. They ready. They ready. They ready. They ready. They ready. Ike, before we get into score predictions, I do uh -huh. want to ask you about your opinion of the color rush uniforms. I uh -huh. personally am a fan. I like the Steelers color rush uniforms better than the Bengals. The all white, I guess you could say it looks fresh and clean. I do like the black and the gold of the Steelers uniforms, but I want to get your opinion of that too. As someone who's a former player, you wore, I know you had like the Bumblebee uniforms Ooh, back when you played. That Bumblebee was my fave, Mark. Man, you couldn't tell me nothing. Like, man, I, I done messed around. I done messed around and just walked. I left I left the stadium. One time I left the stadium 
went out to eat with the Bumblebee uniform on. I said, man, this thing here so cold. It's a whole outfit. Is that true? Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I used to do some off-the-wall stuff, bro. But yeah, that, that, that Bumblebee outfit for me was like you the first day of school, like you had your new shoes, you had your socks, your jacket, you know, your shirt. You're like, ooh, wait till I put this on. With the fresh haircut, like, ooh, wait. That's how that Bumblebee jersey was for me. Like, as soon as I saw who was wearing the Bumblebee, I was like, ooh, ooh, first day of school memories. So hang on, what do you think of the color rush uniforms, Zach? I'm sorry, I very roundabout way of asking that question. No, they 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 cool. They cool. They, they, they cool. They cool. I, I like the Bumblebee better, but since you asked me what I think, I would say it's cool. Like you could pull off any look though, because I mean there's a reason you're swagging you and you, you could literally pull off any look. I'm not sure every player can. Man, it's the it's the aura that come with it, bro. Like mm. people people see like confidence is a mother. Mark, people see and feel it. Like when you walk in, when you walk, when you walk in, and you're just super sure of yourself, like that vibe just comes off to a lot of people. That's how. That's how I walked in the field, and that's how I walk pretty much anywhere. Like my, my vibe, my vibe just comes off like, who the heck is this dude, and why is he walking like that? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. That's that's just I'm super sure, super confident. Of myself. I'm just imagining Ike Taylor along the banks of the three rivers, whether they're going to Carson Street, maybe the strip district Ike, and it's just like, is that Ike Taylor in his bumblebee uniform? Yeah. Yeah, I cutting up, cutting up. Boy, I used to be a handful, boy. Boy, I used to be a handful. I used to get called to the to the principal office. That mean Mr. Rooney and Kevin Cole and Coach T. I used to get called to the principal office a lot, boy. <laughs> For real. <laughs> All right, Ike, we're going to go to my score prediction. Okay. After all the Steelers' optimism, right? still picking the Bengals. You told me I would oh. earlier this week. I've got the Bengals winning 28-24. to 24. I think it'll be a close game. But the silver lining, though, is I, my picks against the spread, I'm either like 2-7 and seven or 3-3. Or three, my right. picks against the spread have been terrible. So if you fade me and you go to betonline.ag, you Ooh. can make some coin. Ooh. I've got the Bengals winning 28-24. to 24. Oh, That's where I'm at. What say you, Ike Taylor? You know, I'm going to take 24-21 Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. But make sure y'all do the go to betonline.ag. Regardless yes. of what yes. we're talking about. You can see that on your screen right now. So head over there. Ike, let's go to viewer comments of the week. This is going to be a new segment that we do where if you leave an insightful comment on YouTube or if you have a question for us, we will take the time to answer it. So want to do that. We have three to get through. This okay. week, new segment. I hope that this works. Let us know if you like it. But it, it gives our viewers and listeners a chance, Ike, to interact with both of us. And it's like, right. where else can you interact with? Guy who's a 12-year veteran, a two-time Super Bowl champion. So I'm right. very excited about this. Right. Um, let's start, though. And Russ Obenstein writes in. He says, guys, George Pickens reminds me of Megatron. Going to be great. So what I wanted to ask you, Ike, based on that comment is – we're both very, very high on George Pickens. Which receiver does he remind you of? Uh, so he's a he's a mix of AJ Green and I don't see AJ Green in your contacts. Post <laughs> <laughs> oh, Um, AJ Green and Hines Ward. So he he's got the toughness like Hines. Uh, he loves blocking like Hines. Um. 
he's stronger, faster, and quicker than you think. Like an AJ Green, I don't think people understood how good AJ Green was. He just stayed injured. AJ Green, when you looked at him, like I look at George the same way. He looks like a basketball player. Both of them look like basketball players. But man, they strong as oxes. And I just like the physicality. So I I, I split him up with Hines and I give him um which AJ Green was very elusive, very quick, very fast, and pretty much had a radius out this world when it came down to catching the ball. And of course, you know, no other young wide receiver doing what George Pickens is doing when it comes down to catching. I mean, he's plucking it. He's plucking the ball out of the air. That's that's exactly what he's doing. He's not waiting to the ball come close to him. He's not catching it with his body. He's hands on. He's catching the ball with his hands pretty much every time. So um, I, I would say the mix of them too. But George, he different. Yeah, alien. He, he called himself an alien, and I respect the heck out of that. That's exactly what it is, man. Matter of fact, um, let me cancel both of what I just said, Mark. Mm-hmm. That's the comparison between Hines and AJ Green. But yes, the man is an alien. So I'm gonna compare him to an alien. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, we call Ben Rotlisberger seven on this show. Ike, if we just say alien, our viewers and listeners should know really from this point forward, we're talking about George Pickens and that go. catch he had along the sidelines the other week. Ike, you talk about catching the ball with your hands, high pointing the football. He's demonstrated that time and time and time and time again. So to put him in Megatron's category, Hall of Famer, but. Megatron in the league, 2007 through 2015. He was a six-time Pro Bowler, a four-time All-Pro. You know, to say George Pickens is Megatron, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to disrespect Calvin Johnson. But we are very, very excited about George Pickens. And to recap what you said, I crossed between, you know, A.J. Green, Heinz Ward, and an alien. And George Pickens, the alien. I like that, Ike. We're going to keep this train rolling here. On the Yo, Believe in Dealer show. Yeah, that's his nickname, Gap. George Alien Pickens. That's the one we gave. We we gave him that, Mark. We- <laughs> that makes me laugh every time and it warms my heart. Yes, sir. Okay, let's go to the next viewer comment, also from Russ Obenstein. He says, why didn't they keep Nick Skiba, the kicker? And let me tackle this one, Ike. Yes, uh, yes. Matthew Big Wright off. has a history with the Steelers. Now, Chris Boswell has been the guy for the last several years. They right. brought Matthew Wright in before the start of the season in seasons past. And Wright has a little bit more of an NFL pedigree than Nick Skiba has. So the Steelers fe- felt more comfortable with Matthew Wright. Now, right. if Matthew Wright struggles again for a second consecutive week because he's coming off a game where he missed two field goals, you got to explore your other options while Chris Boswell recovers right. from that groin injury. Right. But just given his previous history with the same franchise – and his history with other teams in the league. He has a little bit more of an NFL career and pedigree. That's why they they kept Matthew right over Nick Skiba. There you go. You said the best, Mark. Yeah. So, Russ, thank you for your comments. We got one more to get through, Ike. Orlando Williams writes in, says, Ike, he says, Ike had another year or two if he would have went from corner to safety. IT, what say you about Orlando's comment? Yeah, that was going to be the move. Going from a... Uh... Corner to safety, probably playing. Yeah, I mean, he hit it on the head. Probably playing a year or two at that position. Um, I was kind of working on that when I was hurt. When I didn't know I wanted to retire, when I was coming off my forearm injury, I was playing safety every day in practice. So I was kind of uh, 
tuning myself up for. But then, you know, just a certain certain part of the game against that Cincinnati game, um, that's that's when everything like left. I said, yeah, this ain't this ain't for me anymore. But that was that was the whole goal for me to. And then when I want to retire, they they still asked me a few times, "Are you sure? Are you sure we can move you in that safety?" But uh, I was gone. I checked out. You know, my my heart wasn't there for football anymore. I felt better. Um, I felt more enthused. I love. I felt better helping the young guys get ready for games with the coaching staff than actually playing. So I didn't know that until I actually got back on the field, and uh, I got beat. AJ beat AJ AJ Green beat me, and I wasn't upset anymore. And uh, I came to the sideline. I mean, Coach Tia and Kevin Colbert tell you this, like, yeah, he retired during the game, and that's just that's just straight up real. But yeah, I had two more. I had two more years left in me. Two more years left in me for sure. Good question. Why is it that a player can move from corner to safety to extend their career? Um. So you're so so say. So you're not as fast as you once was. Um, you understand the rules and the physicality really won't ever change. But you're still valuable and smart enough play, to play 12 years to understand um, what the offense is trying to do, the defense. And you're able to cover third, third receivers, uh, tight ends, running backs coming out the backfield. When you get up in that age, that's what you're able to do. And it's not about speed anymore. It's about the IQ. So your IQ so high at that point, you know, you're probably you're putting you're putting yourself in position pretty much every time. So that's that's what it is. That's why a lot of guys, not a lot of guys, uh, guys who don't mind, they move from from corner to safety, and that's the reason why. Yeah, we've seen a lot of players do it in the league. Ike, uh, sure. thank you to the commenters for your questions and. Sometimes the goofier the question, the more insightful. Like, I want to see some stuff that's totally outside of the box. Right. I hope they enjoyed this segment too. And again, it lets them be part of our show, Ike. So right. we're going to do this moving forward. And I hope that uh, we answered all of your questions there. Ike, let's rip through some week 11 picks. Uh, and we had Thursday night last night, Titans taking care of business against the cool. Packers. But we will go to... Panthers at Ravens. Baker Mayfield going to be back under center for the Panthers after he got binged in favor of P.J. Walker. We'll see right. what he can do for the remainder of the season. Ike, in my opinion, Baker is playing for his NFL future at this standpoint because it has not gone well for his stint with the Panthers this year after he got traded from the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Panthers are trying to keep him under that 70% threshold because then they can send – Cleveland back a fifth round pick instead of a fourth round pick. But I'm curious to see what Baker does. Ravens are a 12 point favorite at home in this one. I don't know that they'll cover Ike, but this is what I would do. Take the Ravens at home, throw that on the money line and throw it in a parlay. That's what I would do in this one. Yeah. If y'all, if y'all are just thinking about uh, betting, make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. The 12 point spread for the Ravens. Ooh, that's a hefty. Spread, but Lamar Lamar just playing out of his mind this year. You know what I'm saying? And, and and Baker Mayfield is playing to be a starter for the rest of his career in the NFL. If not, he's just going to be a backup. That's just how they're going to start looking at him. So Baker is playing for his career for this year. You know, so and it's just tough to see him because I like Baker coming out of uh, Oklahoma. Um, he was in, he was in a great situation, man. To have two running backs. Have a receivers, a few tight ends, and a lot of first rounders sitting on defense in Cleveland. Like, golly, man, it came down to that, you know. And the grass, 
for that grass, that grass is real green sitting in Cleveland. If you're a quarterback, and uh, Deshaun Watson is about to come back too in a couple of weeks, but if you're a quarterback and you have all them pieces, what I just said around you, boy, I tell you, boy, you in heaven as a quarterback because I'm on that. I might be, I might ask you to win one or two games with this running game and with the defense that we have. I'm talking as I'm in Cleveland, it's tough. Now you go to the Carolina Panthers and you just you got to win every game, which you was never asked to do in the NFL to win every game. You know, you don't have the Kareem Hunt, the Nick Chubbs, the Jokus, the Jones people. You don't, you don't, you, the Mari Coopers. You don't have that no more. You ain't, you ain't got none of that no more. You know, top, top three offensive line. You ain't got, you ain't got that no more. You know, you, you can sit back and do play action pass all day or, you know, order some food while you sit back in the pocket because that old line, that's just what it was. So Baker, you know, Baker realized, like, damn, man, I really did have it good in Cleveland. But Lamar and company, man, they just doing Lamar, man. He just playing out his mind. So honestly, with that spread, I go to bet online. I take that spread. I know you said parlay, but I take that spread. Okay. We forgetting about their defense as well, too. So their defense playing lights out. Uh, they they taking away, getting turnovers. But Lamar in that running game, and Lamar has become a. He's starting to wake up as a passer, as well. So when you got all that involved, man, yeah, I take that twelve point spread. Eagles and Colts and the Colts at home. Eagles a six and a half point favorite. And the Eagles coming off that loss to the Commanders. Ike, this is my biggest matchup this week because Jeff Saturday, interim head coach, his second, his second game as the interim. I'm telling you right now, if the Colts find a way to win this game, and I don't expect that to happen because I think the Eagles are going to come out with their hair on fire. Right, right, right. Eagles right. just signed Adama Kinsu. Yeah. And, solidify and, that defensive line. But if the Colts yeah, find a way to win this game, yeah. what are we going to be talking about the following Monday, next Monday? Because everyone thinks that Jeff Saturday is just inept, which is just we, we've talked about it now the last two shows. Like it's just not true. I would love to see the Colts find a way to win this one, just so everyone we turn that whole conversation on its face about Jeff Saturday. I mean, they're going to try to do the same thing the Washington Commanders did. Run that thing down their throat. Slow the clock down. Gave uh, the Philadelphia Eagles a few opportunities to score. That's exactly what the a former offensive lineman as a head coach. What the heck, when he saw the Washington Commanders do what they did, he was like, oh, y'all beat me to the punch. Because this was my game plan <laughs> when I was going to play y'all. This is exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. So we're going to play good defense. We're going to control the clock. We're going to have some manageable third downs. They just got to go. They they got to go 12 or 14 on third down like the Washington Commanders did. It's hard to do that. The Washington Commanders went 12 or 14 on third down. On third down. That, that that's, a, that's a whole lot of everything got to go right. <laughs> Going right that day. You feel hey, the Taylor cut the Taylor Heineke led Washington commanders yeah. too, Ike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, listen here. They're gonna hand the ball off a lot. And you might see old, old prehistoric Matt Ryan run the ball a few times to scramble to run to. So but yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles, man, they want to win a Super Bowl right now. Prehistoric, you act like Matt Ryan's from a different eon, Ike. I mean, to the young kids, to the young boys, yeah, he definitely is. You know, he's a dinosaur out though. Heck, what you talking about, Mark? <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the Eagles trying to win a Super Bowl this year, baby. You see the moves they yep. make? Yeah, they they not playing a round. They all in. 
They like all... I look at that D line. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it just uh-huh. excites me because you bring in Nadama Kinsu. You see what he did for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last right, season. Right. Still a productive player, even at his advanced age. He's 35. Right. Maybe you get Jordan Davis back in the coming weeks. He's on IR right now with an ankle sprain. Uh, Marlon Tupolodu, apologize if I mispronounce his name, joined right. him on IR on Wednesday. Right. But this is a D-line where you still have Fletcher Cox. Remember, they brought in Robert Quinn from the Bears, too. Right, and I'm right. just looking at it, and I know the game's not played on paper, but if I'm an opposing offense against the Eagles, uh-huh. good luck. Yes, yeah, it's, it's – I don't know, man. The, the, the Washington Commanders to go in that hostile environment in the city of brotherly love. Ain't nothing brotherly about that city when you're playing football up there. Don't nobody like – um. To do what they did, they made plays in the back end as well. Like they 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 forced turnovers and they was throwing the ball down the field. They got a few calls, they made a few plays, but they had they hit a few deep shots. So they didn't they didn't walk in scared. And I think head coach Jeff Saturday, he's not walking in scared. I think the Washington Commanders and River Ryan, they beat him to the punch because they played a week before they did. This is exactly what he was gonna do, regardless. So we shall see. Um, I saw him beef up. Um, I don't know if these free agent guys are going to play this week. Yeah. Uh, we shall see. But that's exactly what teams going to start to do. I just know Jeff Saturday, man. He will come in with that same mindset. Yeah, Linval Joseph also signing with the Eagles. Like okay. They beef up the interior in addition right. to the Dominican Sioux. I'm going to take the Eagles on the road to cover the six and a half. I think they're just going to come out okay with their hair on fire following the loss to the commanders like and i think that they regroup here in week 11 i'll take the eagles on the road to cover the spread gotcha all right let's move on to rams at saints matthew stafford expected to clear concussion protocol and john wolford who filled in for stafford he got injured and he got banged up he didn't practice on wednesday sore neck from playing against the Cardinals. And I, you're probably wondering, why are we talking about this game? And the reason, Kyron Williams, the rookie running back for the Rams, made his NFL right. debut against the Bills a few weeks back. Right. And this will be his second game. He only played 16 of the team's 68 snaps, but I thought he was a productive player. This was a guy coming out of college we liked at the top of the running back class, and the Rams have struggled to run the ball all season long. You get Kyron Williams, the rookie out of Notre Dame, going. I'm telling you right now, could help solve some of the Rams' problems offensively. I know there's no Cooper Cup. Kyron Williams is a name. I'm telling you right now, like, with Cooper Cup out, no one's talking about it. But it was a guy we liked coming out of Notre Dame in advance of the season when we were doing our draft preparations. Yeah, I like I like Williams, but who the, who the Rams play? They play the Saints. The Saints, and they're sticking with Andy Dalton, that quarterback. I know that there were some rumors that they might go Jameis or someone else, but I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints. The reason why I'm taking the Saints is because um, Alvin Kamara won't have two back-to-back bad games. Um, Chris Olave will will prove why he's a high uh, draft pick for the 2022 draft, and the defense will be back to where they need to be. Um, So – yeah, and right now the, the the LA Rams is they're they're not looking like the Rams, and you, you you're losing Cooper Cup. Uh, Matthew Stafford was out last week with the injury as well. They just don't look the same. They don't look in sync. Uh, that Super Bowl, that Super Bowl hangover is for real. 
unless you're a Tom Brady, that Super Bowl hangover is really real. And to miss a guy like Cooper Cup, um, I don't know what his percentage got to be. It got to be over 50. Like, he's over 50% of your offense. You know what I'm saying when it comes down to receiving. So um, it's going to be tough. So at, from, from that point, um, I don't see Alvin Kamara getting shut down for two weeks in a row. I see Chris Olave doing his thing uh, in the Saints defense, uh, bouncing back from what Pittsburgh did a, a week ago. So I'm taking the Saints. Ike, why is the Super Bowl hangover real? Because you experienced it twice in your career, and your two Super Bowl titles, your Steelers team did not make the playoffs the following season. Why is that? <clears throat> it's just you're, it's, I mean, your offseason is different. You know, you you pretty much you you you. Well, my off season was different, but I never stopped working. So you pretty much everywhere in the off season, Mark. You know what I'm saying? You uh, autograph signings, hosting parties, uh, just um, sponsorships. You everywhere. Like people just want to be a part of a, a a champion, and that's the pinnacle of your career. Whether it's going to the Hall of Fame after. Um, getting into the playoffs, but when you, when you win a Super Bowl, man, that, that changes your life, you know, because it's, it's it's hard doing it, and that offseason is different. The offseason is very – you're making a lot of money in the offseason, and you doing that meaning you have to travel in the offseason because opportunity ain't going to come. You know, you don't even know if it's going to ever come again. So when you when you do that, you just move it. You just move it, and you kind of you get in your head like, oh, yeah, we can do it again. Cause you get in situations throughout the week. I mean, throughout the throughout the game, be like, "Oh yeah, we came back last year. We'll do this again this year," and it's and it's not and it's not like that, Mark. So, and it that's that's just us being humans. As much as you don't want to do it, you know, you kind of get laxed. And and this is what happened. That's why Tom Brady was so hard um, on his guys in Tampa when they won a Super Bowl. He said it. You know, the offseason, man, y'all taking this for granted. I've been, I'm 45. I've been doing this for a while. I got seven Super Bowls. I've been to 10. Like, I've I seen this story too many times. I don't, I don't want, hey, I want to get you, I want to get y'all two. It'll be eight for me. Let me get y'all two. Got us one. Let's get two. But the offseason, the mother, man, when you win Super Bowls, the offseason, man, it goes so fast. Everybody just want to be a part of, they, they want to be a part of a champion. They, they, they really do. So, you don't take it for granted. You just, I don't want to miss this opportunity. You know, I don't want to miss these autograph signers. I don't want to miss these sponsorships. You know, I don't know when this door ever, I don't know how long this door will be open. And it takes away from, you know, what you, what you did to get there. You know, the hard work, the dedication. All, I mean, the hard work will always be there. But it just takes a lot of your time, man. It, it really does. It's, 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 a, it's a gift and a curse. Like winning Super Bowl is a gift and a curse. You know, it, it's it's a blessing throughout the offseason, but it, it, it's hurting you throughout the offseason. You make a lot of extra money throughout the offseason. You set up relationships throughout the offseason, but you're taking away the football aspect as well. And then by the time the offseason comes around, the football season comes, you're like, dang, dang, this fast. Like, I got to get in shape, which I, I never had that problem, but I'm just hearing it from a lot of other guys. Like, dang, I got to get in shape. Then when you get back into the season, the situations that happened the year before that y'all came, y'all overcame, you think you can do it again. Like, oh, yeah, we, we were down 14 before. We're going to come back. It ain't like that. Because now you got to understand, everybody is gunning for you. When you're at the top of the mountain, 
you know them other lions they want they they need to eat too they they trying to feed their family too so when it's when it's when it's like that man you just you just feel like what you did what you did the year before is just gonna abracadabra it's gonna happen again it's not it's not every every everybody who's playing you after you won a super bowl that's their super bowl and that's and but you know we're humans and we lack and 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 that's and that's what happens so but yeah that's why that super bowl hangover is real bro and that's that's what you said with you know the uh the la rams just look at the commercials man i'm seeing coach sean mcveigh so many more commercials and that's after the super bowl like Mm -hmm. when you win super bowls you just see you know the 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 headline guys get headline money in the offseason yeah, Matthew Stafford too, Ike, and that was something at least nationally I hadn't really seen before they won the Super Bowl. No knock on Matthew Stafford, and look, there's a reason why it's been since nice. the 3 4 Patriots that have won back-to-back Super Bowls. We're talking almost two decades now. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying, man. It's, it's like I've, I've been there before. I've been there. I've been there. I've All been, right, I, Ike. Sorry, I've go been, ahead. No, no, no. When we played, when we played the uh, Packers. Mm-hmm. We was coming back. We was the comeback kids that yeah, you couldn't tell me we was gonna gonna lose. Like, man, we about to come back. And we lost, and I I, I still to this day ain't get over it. So it just that's what it is. Like we was just so accustomed of coming back and winning. Then we had that fumble, it just like took took the life out of us. It it, it really didn't hit me till they roped us, till they roped me off. Me and Troy, they roped us off till us got off the field. And you just see other families come down and the confetti dropping on their head, you like. You just, you just, you just get the boo hooing. You just get the cry. Like God, Lee. Like this is for real. Like you don't even want to wake up. You're like man, please tell me I'm dreaming. Did you at least have some comfort though, Ike, knowing that Troy was there because he was your teammate for all twelve years, to where you at least got to experience that together? Yeah, that. But it, yeah, yeah. I mean, we cried like babies on the on the bus, bro. Mark, we cried like some babies on the bus because it, it's it's. We don't have the opportunity of having series, you know, like the be- the the best the best out of five, the best out of seven, you know. And I tell people all the time, like when you go to a Super Bowl, like after the Super Bowl, it's mentally draining. It's so draining. Like you need a you need a good month or two just to get your mind back. It's mentally draining. It, it taxes your brain heavy, heavy. You got sixty plays to change your whole life, basically, you know. And you want to you want to be the one. You want to be the one to sell a Super Bowl champion. And when you lose, thank God he gave me two. But when you lose, man, that thing like it's just mentally draining. It's just it's just mentally draining. It's it's so it's so draining, bro. Because you don't want to be that guy who messed up the Super Bowl. You know, yeah, I mean, it's it's the highest rating sports activity. In the world, that one day, bro, that one day, that's the reason why halftime be 34, 35, 40 minutes. That's that's why that's why artists, they say you ain't do nothing until you hit a Super Bowl. Missy Elliott hit the Super Bowl and her, her stock went up a thousand percent. Like everybody in the world watching the Super Bowl. When you make the Super Bowl, you know you made it in life. Like you 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 about to get paid, paid for the rest of your life. So that's how big and important. You know, just look at the commercials. People paying, you know, Cheetos, you know, they're paying five, six million dollars for a 30, a 30 second slot. 30 seconds. 
just think about it. So us as players, we like, man, I remember when they kicked the ball. I wasn't paying attention, but I remember when they kicked the ball off because I was on kickoff when we played uh, the Packers in Dallas. And it was for the kickoff. As soon as when they kicked the ball, I heard the cameras. I said, oh, while I'm running, I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. So I want to ask you one more question about this, Ike, because it's it's very insightful. Um, Do you think that you might have learned more a bigger life lesson in your Super Bowl defeat than your two previous Super Bowl victories? Oh yeah, can we call? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You want come say hey, Lex? Are you guys done? No, we're not done. Come say hey. (laughs) We got a cameo appearance, Lex. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? You know, very first time on the Believe in Steelers show. I love this. I know, right? <laughs> right, right, right. But no, nah, yeah, that that loss. I le- I learned a lot from that loss, Mark. Yeah, that that loss, that loss, that loss. I, I'm still trying to get it back. Like that's why I'm so heavily involved with these kids and my son and my nephews because I want them to experience that because it, it still it still hurts to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like that loss, that loss right now. So even even with my kids win. Bro, I, I get I put money aside, I get them rings. Like every time I won, I, I have got my kids, 35, 40 kids. I have got them, I have got them rings. You know, real live rings, like my financial advisor, Matt, like, bro, you tripping. I'm like, man, these kids, I don't know if these kids gonna ever experience this ever again in their life. I don't know if they ever gonna make it to that level, college or high school. So I want these kids to experience. So I, I bought them all rings twice. I did it twice. After that, I, I got them the <laughs> Dependence, dependence, the uh, the chains, because the rings was getting expensive. <laughs> but hey, that speaks volumes about you, though, that you want to share that with others. Correct, correct. No, I really do. But that loss, you you hit it on the head, Mark. That loss is still it's it's. We talk about that loss more than the two the two rings that I won as a group. Like in our group text, that's all we talk about is the loss. That's I, that's. Ike, one thing I want to mention too for our listeners and viewers, when I met your family, Ike, the uh-huh. biggest thing that I took away from every single family member I met is the amount of sacrifice that you had to make to play at as high a level as you did for as long as you did. And so, that's something you should be really proud of, Ike, because every single family member I talked to, that uh-huh. came up in our conversation when they were telling me about you and your life and your career. Man, man, God has blessed me to 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 like I wouldn't be here. Me, me, and you wouldn't be talking yep. if I wasn't a two-time Super Bowl champion. And I, I really do believe that we wouldn't be talking. But the fact that that's on my resume, and you have a you have a you have a long history of TV and radio and podcasts, is like it just it just came together. As soon, as soon as me and you got to working, it just it just it just clicked like that. Like other believe. Other believe networks, not networks, but podcasts. I don't know if they have, you know, the brotherhood like we do. Like I met your mom and dad. You met, you came to the family. Like it, it's, it's just hit different. But that's all I know. So if 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 I'm working with you, I, I want to be a part of you. I want you to be family. So that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can. I kind of approach it from if I were just starting out in the industry. Gosh, I go back and I listen to old recordings. I was terrible. And that's uh, not to say I'm perfect. Now I'm trying to get better. Mark. When I first started, lousy. Mark, I was. I was bad. I was bad. 
I was bad because I felt like I had to be somebody else. And when I, when I said F it, and it only took me two weeks. When I said, man, they just going to have to like me, it took off. Because, you know, they were trying to get me to go to a speech pathologist. And I'm so glad one of my producers, he was like, no, that won't be Ike. He said, just let Ike be Ike. And I'm telling y'all, everything going to work out. So he went to bat for me. And, you know, little do you know, like, slowly but surely, every day, every week, you know, our stock just got to rising on the show. So, and I'm so thankful he didn't want to change nothing. He was like, nah, just be you. He was like, right, they, they trying, they trying. We still talk to this day. He was like, right, man, they trying to get me to change. He was like, but I see something different. And I'm so glad he had my back. So this is us, Mark. Like, smart producer. Very smart producer, Ike. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate this. This 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 is uh, this is what we do. We we have fun on the show though, Mark. Like this, this is authentic. This is what we're doing. We need to finish up, Ike. Uh, three more picks. We'll go really quickly. Browns and Bills. They're moving this game. I was looking forward to the thunder snow in Buffalo. They're going to go to Detroit. Right. And if the Bills lose, then I think they're in trouble because the Bills have lost two games in a row. However, the Bills are still the favorite to win the Super Bowl. And right. I think that they get right against a struggling Browns team. Give me the Bills. I don't know at the neutral site territory in Detroit, but right. I'm going to take the Bills against the Browns. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going with the Browns. Wow. Because you, you, wow. you around this time, you're starting to see. you got to have a running game. You have you have to have a running game. And just look at the teams. Look what teams are doing. And, and you can pass all you want to. And I, I'm on fantasy. You can pass all you want to. But around this time, November, December football, Thanksgiving, once things once the Thanksgiving holidays come, you have to have a running game. And I've been saying this for the Buffalo Bills for the longest. Yep. The running back can't be your quarterback. You're putting yep. him in arm's way. Get you a big bruiser. I've been asking the Buffalo Bills to get him a big bruiser for the past two years. Get you a big bruiser. But now you put your big bruiser is your franchise guy, which is your quarterback. That's a no-no. That's a no-no. And now you got teams. You got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt coming in town. Man, they bought to hand the ball. They bought to hand the ball off. They bought to hand the ball off, man. They bought to hand the ball off because once – Deshaun Watson come back, they're going to get the slinging. So you know what? They're going to get this running game started. They're going to get everything they can get. And it's a wrap. So I'm going, I'm going, I'm going with the Cleveland Browns, bro. I love, I love, I love Josh Allen. Um, I love the Buffalo Bills, but man, I'm rocking with the AFC North this week, baby. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. Spread is seven and a half points. Bills are favored. We'll see. I can, I'm with you there. Bills, get Devin Singletary. You brought in Naheem Hines during the deadline, James Cook. One or two of those guys, we need them now because November, December, January. Ike, you tell me all the time, the cold weather. But they need a bruiser. They they, 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 need, a, they need a six. They need Latavius Murphy, a Najee, a Derek. They just, the AJ, AJ Dillon, they, they, they need a bruiser, bro. It, it, it ain't number three or four yards, and that's cool. But after Josh Allen keeps slinging that ball and passing it, throwing darts and touchdowns, and I keep handing the ball off, man, I could just 
You saw what the Washington Commanders did, man. They held the ball. Look at the time of possession. Okay, Ike, two more games. Sunday night football, Chiefs, Chargers. Chiefs, a seven-point favorite on the road. Right. But the Chargers, we know this, Ike. I think there's going to be some Chiefs fans that travel out to L.A. I noticed this yeah, with yeah. the Chargers games where it's like, oh, we can go to La La Land and we can go visit, and it's a nice place. I'm going to take the Chiefs on the road against the Chargers. Mahomes, I think, gets right. I don't think Juju's going to play in this one, come off the concussion injury, but I like the way that the Chiefs utilized Kadarius Tony. I really like the way that they utilized Kadarius Tony in this one. Give me the Chiefs on the road on Sunday night. Yeah, so I'm definitely taking the uh, the Chiefs. I'm rocking with Patrick. Yep. I mean, he just, man, and we thought he was going to have trouble with it when Cheetah left. Sight, he is distributing that thing just like a point guard, just like a, a, a Michael being a Magic Johnson. He, everybody getting some love, and that's what you got to love about Patrick Mahomes. He, he's showing everybody some love on slinging them ball. Uh, so I'm definitely going with the Chiefs. The Chiefs, the Chiefs just got somebody special, and his name is Patrick Mahomes. And it's hard to have a guy that the offense and the defensive side rally around. So um, Patrick Mahomes is all the way different. You know, they play they play for him, and they love to play with him. They love watching him play. Um, as a defensive guy, I like, I, I like watching Patrick Mahomes play. So I can only imagine being a teammate on defense watching him play. Like, how in the world he just do that? Like, how did he do that? He, he he give you one of them once a week. One more pick, Monday night football. And Monday night, 49ers at Cardinals. 49ers are an eight-point favorite. It's unclear if Kyler Murray is going to play. I like this 49ers team. And goes back to what we're talking about with running the football. The physicality, though, the 49ers play with. Defensively, they're outstanding. Right. But CMC in the backfield. Debo uh, Debo, Kittle. Use check those four alone on offense. Scary, yeah. scary, scary. Uh, for the for the San Francisco 49ers, you know, it's is they just got that old school tough. We just gonna we just gonna go outside and fight. That's what the 49ers have. And it's crazy to say this on the offense and defensive side. You know, you got Debo Samuels, um, all he wanna do is just bring you outside and just fight you uh offensive lineman who's my guy uh who's my offensive left ta- the left tackle like yeah uh trent, trent williams trent bring you outside fight you uh you go on the defensive side greenlaw fred warner fight you <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying they just got some guys who just want to drink beers go outside and you know what let's just knuckle up right quick so I just love the old school mentality. They just putting up 22 points a game. So that's what I don't get, Mark. You got all this talent on offense, and you just give me a 22-piece? I can't get 24 to 28? That's the only thing I don't understand. You got a hell of a defense. You got a top five defense in the league. You got everything. You got CMC. You got Debo. You got Kittles. You got Elijah Mitchell. He just came back. That's why they got rid of Wilson Jr. Mm-hmm. And it's all, like, that's all we're doing is the deuce-deuce. Come on, man. I'm Will Gaby, man. Ike T me. You feel me? And if y'all catch what I just said, Will Gaby's my former teammate. His number was 22. And, of course, you know, the one and only Ike number was 24. So, come on, San Fran. 
Thank you for explaining that. I because I was just gonna let it fly, but now everyone knows we're on the same page. Yeah. We're talking your turkey. Guys, yes, sir. Speaking of turkey, Thanksgiving is next week. I right. uh I want to thank you. I want to thank the Believe Network. Do you see our show? Apple Podcasts, leave that five-star review. YouTube, Please. tap subscribe. Please. Today's sponsor of the Believe in Steeler Show, betonline.ag. And I want to thank the listeners and viewers, Ike. Hopefully, we make this entertaining for you. And leave us those comments, viewer comment of the week that's coming back for each and every show. Hey, big shout out to betonline.ag. They've been rocking with us since day one. Got to believe. Uh, Got to give a big thanks to the Believe in Podcast um, Network, everybody working behind the scenes. Man, we appreciate everybody. Make sure y'all give us a five-star review, uh, subscribe, and rate. And want to thank the new segment. Uh, view, what, what is it called? I, we can work on a title like, but it's going to be viewer comments. It can be viewer questions. But what we want to do we're gonna is call take it, the we're gonna Go ahead, call, We're going to call it What Y'all Thinking. I like that. That's what what y'all thinking? I yeah, like that. Viewers, what y'all thinking? What I mean by what y'all thinking is you can ask a question. You can say, you can say your thoughts. We can bounce off y'all questions, or we can just go and take the comments and have a conversation. So uh, our new segment, if, if Mark agrees to this, it's going to be called Enough. What Y'all Thinking, and that's for the viewers. Whatever whatever y'all want to say, uh, or if y'all have questions or comments, make sure y'all go to our new segment, and the name again will be called What Y'all Thinking. Bam. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for watching the Believe in Steelers show. We'll be back next week to break down Bengals and Steelers. Until then, take care, and so long, everybody. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.